Welcome back to the Poplarville Post Game Podcast presented by Talking Ball, y'all. I'm Jason Baker with the host of the Talking Ball, y'all podcast, Clay Sweet. The Poplarville Hornets in their regular season finale win at 42 to nothing over the Summerall Bobcats. And we spent much of our broadcast, Clay, speaking to uh, what the demeanor, the attitude, the approach would be of the Poplarville Hornets uh, following a loss from a week ago against Columbia. And they uh, you really probably get uh, a benefactor of getting on the road. That way you kind of uh, take a business-like approach there. And a uh, business-like approach it was as the Hornets uh, go on to win that ball game 42 to nothing. Just your impression of the Hornets against Summerall. Yeah, did just what they needed to do, uh, JB, just what the doctor ordered, really. If you're a Popperville fan, a player, or staff, this is kind of the performance that needed to take place as you get ready uh, for the playoffs. You noted it uh, during the broadcast. The fullbacks each get two touchdowns. That's DJ Richard Bay, Avon Jarvis, and then the tailback, Maurice Travis, has a monster game uh, that included two touchdowns for him as well. Yeah, and uh, when you look at that balance, uh, you know, also the threat of the home run, the threat of a big play type run uh, by Maurice Travis tonight. He had a run of 74 yards and a run of 68 yards. A 74-yarder, a touchdown, a 68-yarder, just a long run. We talked even on the way and on the car ride up. The Hornets have been missing that big play ability, and Maurice certainly added it to the arsenal tonight. Yeah, that was great to see. You know, actually our riding partner on this on these road trips, Jonathan Ray, made a good point on the way up here. You know, when you can hit that home run, you don't have to put that eight to twelve drive together and have everything go right. No penalties, no balls on the ground. When you can take care of it in one fell swoop, like Maurice was able to do, it kind of takes the pressure off everybody involved. When you look at the development of Maurice Clay from game one to now we've played 10 and eight and two in that stretch uh how much better is he than uh than maybe he was in game one i think he's grown a lot i think a a a good teacher sometimes is defeat and i think that at all positions that popperville probably learned a little bit about itself uh last week uh, that you don't get maybe against a lesser opponent where you dominate and so there were some lessons learned i think you noted it on that long run uh there wasn't as much uh horizontal running you know just trying to wait for it tonight he was a little bit more aggressive attacking the line of scrimmage and i think he learned that from a week ago when you flip over on the defensive side of the ball tonight for Jacob Acock and his defensive unit, they pitch a shutout. You can't ask for more than that. But uh, not only that, but we even alluded to the turnover margin for this team coming into the game at a minus two. Uh, they even that up as they get two takeaways, two INTs tonight, one by Lawrence Jamison, another by Nikhil Trotter. But uh, the defensive performance and how it hits you against Summerall. Yeah, just dominant. You know, you have a play that you can watch a lot of football and not see a defensive end get his hands up as quick as um, Nikhil Trotter, who we call Tank a lot throughout the broadcast. Just a tremendous play. And Tank, man, you talk about getting better. He's a guy who keeps getting better each week. 
And both plays, really just great athletes. And when you look at Jamison, Lawrence Jamison, and his takeaway uh, tonight really turned his hips and made a very good athletic play. So it's fun to watch this defense. I think that's where we're going to hang our hat if Popperville is going to make a long run. I think for the next four or five weeks when we talk after these things, we'll be talking about uh, exactly that, how Coach Acock and his defense has played. And then the offense um, going to have to play complementary football. I think we have the kicking game and Carpenter and the skill set that he has. I think we can do that. I think we can complement this defense. We just can't put this defense in a bind as good as they are. Uh, just can't do to them what we did last week and really put them in a bind. No, and this defense, uh, I agree. I think it's a defensive unit that honestly will be the benefactor, will be the ones that take us uh, deep into this playoff run. If you look, and we'll get to Lawrence Jamison's play in a moment, and uh, we have an interview with him later in this podcast, but if you look at this defensive unit throughout this season, what's impressed you about this unit, and then what's something maybe that you want to continue to see the development of? What I like is it really doesn't matter what kind of offensive style we're going about uh, going against. You don't have any anxiety against a run-heavy uh, defense. You don't have any anxiety when somebody's going to spread you out. They are really versatile. Um, and really, we talk about it, you said it tonight, when you have Tank Trotter and Khalid, we spend a lot of the broadcast talking about them, but Tucker Spiff and Chase Dare maybe get lost in, in the way that I do my play-by-play action, but they're really good in the interior of this defensive line. Yeah, they really are. Chase Dare, a special teams play of the night as well, a block punt tonight against Sumrall. Kind of unique, too, for a defensive tackle to be awarded uh, a block punt, and you, you had a Alluded to that uh, throughout the broadcast. Let's speak to Lawrence for a moment. Lawrence Jamison, a kid um, that we mentioned, we've seen him as a freshman a year ago, but we saw him with the ball in his hands from an offensive standpoint and an offensive attribute. But then this year, they don't need him as much. We saw him early with the injury to Tyron Holston, and then we watched him sort of slide over, begin to play defensively in the secondary. He's really grown, Clay. He's really turned into a, a pretty dynamic corner uh, to be just a sophomore. Yeah, and when you can trust a sophomore, we saw him a lot tonight. They would go three wides to one side, one long wide receiver, really trying to isolate. And you look over and you'd see Lawrence over there. You really wasn't a concern. And uh, they tested him a few times tonight, and he was up to the task. And we're starting to see some teams not even test him as much. Either way, he's cutting off a half of the field, and that's a big advantage. When you look now, looking forward, we'll begin a playoff run next Friday night. We, At the moment of taping of this podcast, we do not know our opponent due to us playing on a Thursday and our opponent is will play uh, the possible opponent will be playing tomorrow night whether it be Macomb uh, or Raymond coming out of that district what are you looking forward to the most about November and about uh, a possible playoff run and then uh, I'll caveat that with this what do you want to see from this Hornet team in the opening round of the playoffs I think we need to see what we saw tonight, and that's build on one side of the ledger and not the other when it comes to turnovers. You hate to say that as a broadcaster because, I mean, it's such cliche, but it's the real deal. If you can not turn the ball over 
you can be very good. They showed that tonight and going to get the two uh, takeaways. I think that's the key for this team. I think it's really that simple. With as good as our defense is, if the offense can do what we know, and that's pound away, go get five, six yards a pop per carry and not give it away, I think this Popperville team's got a chance. Uh, that they do. A chance they'll be given next Friday night. Uh, in the Hornets nest, the voice of the Hornets, Clay C. Sweet will be on the call. I'll be alongside of him, Clay. Uh, thank you for your time. Oh, always great to visit with you, uh, JB. Can't say it's not a little better after a win like tonight. Absolutely, forty-two to nothing. The Poplarville Hornets uh, take it over the Summerall Bobcats. Uh, stick around on our post-game podcast show. We're going to sit down and visit with Lawrence Jamison, also a member of the Poplarville Hornet coaching staff as well. Be tuned in after this timeout. Paul's Service Station is a proud supporter of Poplarville football. We've been an old-fashioned full-service station since 1960, y'all. Located at 102 North Main Street, Poplarville, come by and see us. Paul's, your locally owned and operated full-service gas station. Go Hornets! We all know that switching jobs is stressful and switching schools is painful but switching your insurance policies to Allstate could never be easier. Local Allstate agent Jason Pigott is proud to support the Hornets. At Allstate, you can call one local agent who can assist you with all your policies and make the paperwork simple. Here in Poplarville, Allstate agent Jason Pigott and his team can help protect everything from your car, home, boat, and ATV. Stop by and see the team of Leo Holston and Lindsey Olson, and they will take good care of you. They're located at 4656 Highway 53, that's right next to McDonald's, or give them a call at 601-795-2700. The question you should be asking yourself is, are you in good hands? Welcome back to the Poplarville Postgame Podcast presented by Talking Ball. Y'all, Jason Baker visiting with uh, the starting cornerback uh, who had a pick tonight on the opening defensive possession tonight. Hornets win it 42-0 over Summerall. Speaking with Lawrence Jamison and uh, – Let's go back to your pick. Let's go back to the game. Uh, Blitz right into the face of John Ford, kind of forces him to throw it up, and uh, you take care of the rest. Uh, how sweet was that to kind of recognize the ball coming to you? Uh, it was great. And, you know, D-line did their job, got to the QB. Linebackers dropped into the zones, and it was just a blessing. He threw it right to me. Lawrence, as you've developed this year, you played some as a freshman a year ago, and I'm sure that had to help, but you played on the offensive side mainly. Switching to the defensive side this year, how much do you feel like from game one to now that the regular season's over, how much do you feel like you've grown? Uh, I feel like uh, not just me, but all of the defensive backs and the whole team has grown crazy. Like, we've gotten way better. And, you know, last week we got a little setback, and, you know, this week just knocked it, picked it up a notch. Can you take us through your week? What was it like? Uh, John Addison Ford on our Diamond Productions postgame show during the broadcast tonight mentioned uh, you were a young man who chose to stay after the coaches' meeting, ask a couple of questions, wanted to make sure you had things cleared up. Was that just motivated by loss that, uh, you know, we haven't endured many of those and um, just wanting to get better? Well, I mean, I was always taught to – it's never never bad to ask questions. So, I mean, I just stayed after, um, asked make sure I knew what I was doing, make sure we could uh, – prepare for the right thing. Visiting with Lawrence Jamison, a starting cornerback for the Poplarville Hornets tonight. Take us out on the island, man. What's it like to play corner, to be out there, kind of singled out one-on-one coverage? Oh, it's lovely. I mean, uh, usually receivers, they may have a upper hand on us, but whenever, that, whenever those couple of plays come, I mean, 
quarterback just drops it right to us. All right, a great job tonight. Congrats on the W, the win over Summerall and Lawrence. Thank you so much. He had a pick tonight from his cornerback position. That's our talking ball, y'all. Poplarville post-game podcast. Our cornerback, Lawrence Jamison, visiting with us. We'll be back with more from the post-game podcast presented by Talking Ball, y'all.